Well, here we go. We're going to probably roll the intro because, you know, it's the beginning of the show. Let's do it. Oh, I still love that intro. Still love it. It looks beautiful. It's a good oh, one. It's good to be back with other people, you know, after last week where I was on, on my own, you know, you t- you two abandoned me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not I'm not bitter because, you know, I had that interview with Steve Birnbaum, which was absolutely awesome. So I can't argue. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. That was fantastic. He's such a legend. And for taking what... <laughs> about 15 minutes of his time out we had a little bit of a chit chat afterwards as well but you know great guy and i'm looking forward to seeing him in the back line for the rest of the season but today it's all about the game tomorrow if you're watching it live or listening to before the game it could be today you never know or if it's already happened that game that we had the other day because you know you're late to the late to the show but anyway welcome back to the dc uk podcast it is season four episode three and as always i'm your host james graham as you'll see alongside me here to my left but on screen it's to the right we've got daniel wise say hello how's it going coming in from frosty aberdeen west virginia that's a jeopardy reference um for for anyone who watches that show uh my my town was a clue in it and someone thought we were in west virginia so that's where i'm at right now it is freezing over here but i'm getting by i'm i'm heating up because of the MLS season, only one day away. In fact, as as of now, it's about 25 hours, at least where I'm at. So I am just super excited about it, uh, ready for just what's looking like kind of like a lip-smacking uh, first three games of the season. Um, if, if DC gets going hot, uh, I'm, I'm going to be feeling really toasty. Definitely. And as you see down below, just there, there he is. It's Tom Ferguson. Say hello. Hey guys. Um, I'm pumped. I've got, I've yeah. got, like, I'm, I'm just pumped. We were saying right before the show started, like, I feel like we've been in the off season for like two years. I feel like there's so much happening and we're like, oh, finally, we're getting a game tomorrow or if you're listening, day later, today. So we're going to have an awesome, awesome first game. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see what the Charlotte team's like. And hey, let's get into it. Absolutely. Right. So... As always, first up, before we even start talking about obviously games and stuff, it is guess DC who, you know, that time when you guys out there, guess who is on my screen or if you're listening, guess from the clue. So as you can see on screen, we have the outline of the player and I have actually remembered to uh, keep the uh, clues up on my screen for you, for myself, but not for you guys. This player is a former player. He's retired. So you're going to have to put your thinking caps on into the deep dark depths of mls history he is argentinian there's your first clue he didn't start at dc united he started back in argentina and he moved to dc united in his 
crime. So he was... I've got to work out some maths here. He was 30 years old when he moved to DC United. Or around 30 years old. 29, 30. So he was getting on a bit. But it wasn't his only spell at DC United because he moved to another team and then came back. And then he retired at the team where he started his career. And if you want, I can give you a position. He was a midfielder. Yeah. Yeah. Midfielder. Midfielder. Yeah. He was born in 1974. So that kind of gives you the idea of the era he was playing in. Probably what we would class as MLS (laughs) 1.5. Jeez. (laughs) So there you go. Those are your clues. Any initial thoughts, guys? I've got nothing. Nothing. (laughs) I'm so stuck. This is, I man, I I was hoping you could at least like butter us up, uh, in kind of like the early part of the season. You know, throw us some softballs. You know, get us. But I see you're you're putting the Lasada system of, oh, of hard, trivia on us. Like we we gotta be like sprinting in our minds yeah. to get this. So oh, absolutely, this is yeah. That's that's tough. It's a tough tough one this week. Yeah. So just to kind of recap before we move on to the next section. Born in Argentina in 1974. Started off his career in Argentina. uh, Made 155 appearances for the first club he played for. Moved around in Argentina before moving to DC United for his first spell. Moved to another team. and And I was in MLS. Moved back to DC United and then ended up finishing his career where it started. And he made a further 192 appearances. He played 706 times in total throughout his career and scored 180 goals. That's an Iron Man right there. He's done. He's had a cracking career. Yeah, let's put it that way. So there you go. That is guest DC. Who did he? Did he? Did he play for a lot of? The different MLS teams? No. No, just DC? And uh, one other. <laughs> where's where your mind going? Uh, Tom, where, where, yeah, where, where is, is it going? Um, I'm thinking of, um, I can't remember his last name, um, Diego. Maradona? No, it's not him. <laughs> Maradona. <laughs> um, there's. <laughs> Well, it was like it, it wasn't Senora. It wasn't that was not the last name. Um, Sorona, Sonora, Sonoma, Sonora. <laughs> right? That's that's what I'm that's, at. Yeah. Um, but I think I, he I think he played for a lot of teams, which was where my question was. Okay. <laughs> this is really tough because I feel I feel like you're hitting an era of DC United that was slightly before I kind of came on board. Mm. Because before. oh man. <laughs> my mind's blank right now. Fair. 
Is this is this at the time where for penalty kicks or overtime they would uh, draw from half field? No, this is after that period. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely after that. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's it, it's after the last time we won an MLS Cup. Yep. So it's. I mean, obviously, it's, it's quite a big a gap right now. <laughs> it's getting wider and wider every year. But no, it's um, yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. I will yeah. grant you that because I know of the plan. I remember watching him when I first kind of started getting into DC United properly um, back when I was in college back in those days. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it is a tricky one. I will grant you that. And, and this is think, probably before. Ben Olsen became coach. I oh yeah, definitely say. before yeah. that. Yeah. So you're looking, you're looking at about what a, a six year stretch right there, six or seven mm. years, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, w- slightly before I came on board. So I am, I am having issues. Oh, well let's move on. We'll give you a little bit more time. Just have it thinking in the back of your head just keep it going and for those who are listening out there don't worry about it not being live feel free to drop a message live on on Twitter (laughs) or anything just let us know who you think it is and drop a comment in the comments over on YouTube as well Um, but we got some news to go through even though it's been just over a week since the last episode there has been a few things that have happened um the first bit like kind of happened there's a few things that have happened today but uh junior moreno has left for to go to fc cincinnati we got some gam as you know in the first episode daniel talked to us about what gam was um gams and the tams yes the the yam tams and the yam gams and anything that rhymes with am you know um but he's gone for an initial two hundred fifty thousand in gam with a further 175 in performance-related bonuses, so we might not get the full amounts. What with what are the thoughts on that? Are we happy, sad, indifferent? indifferent. We can use that gam for other things. Yeah, I, if if it's not working out or like a player, you know, isn't feeling it, then I'm all about, you know. Get them going, let them go, you know, pursue their career somewhere else and yeah. use the money for good. Daniel, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, um, you know, it, it, I'm kind of with, with Tom there. Um, he had, I want to say, just a little bit of issues uh, with injury at times. Um and, and, you know, it's just, I think in the Losada system, he needs guys that uh, are going to remain fit, you know, for, you know, those stretches of the season. Uh, and especially like early on where, you know, the tone you set early in the season is crucial. Um, so he just wants to make sure that, you know, all the players are just going to be on board at the ready and you know and that's not that's not saying anything against him uh as a player uh it's just you know these unfortunate things happen and there just seemed to be a bit of a pattern um so yeah you know we we get some money out of it uh he's moved on to a new team and and you know we are uh excited to yeah I'm, i'm always i'm always uh excited to see what players do um after the fact so you know 
Hope he does well, just not against DC. Obviously, yes. I mean, but it's FC Cincinnati, so we're going to be all right. Yeah. Not saying that FC Cincinnati are crap or anything, but uh, nice mug that glass there, uh, Tom, I see. Good old DC UK pint glass right there. We're all, we've all got something we're DC UK board. related on. Look at that. Yeah. I've got the OG t-shirt. Daniel, you've got that beautiful, beautiful cherry blossom. And Tom's got his pint glass. And yeah, that's I just gonna I keep meaning to move the flag behind here, but I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I need to do something with mine. I need to find it first. I've... Good point. You just have the move. Yeah, I've had the move, sir. But that brings me on nicely. If you want a cherry blossom jersey, hit go to bit.ly forward slash DC UK cherry. And if there's any other merch, you can support the show. Just hit the link of the uh, bio.link forward slash DC United Kingdom. Um, moving on to further news. Um, going on the junior road, I think something that was kind of linked to it, um, which was uh, Sofian Jafal um, has has been signed up after um, his draft pick, which is great to see. He looked great in the uh, sizzle reels that were put out when he was uh when we were doing the full super draft mm-hmm. and he seems to be quite a quite a neat little player midfielder so kind of a like for like for replacements i'm quite happy with that i'm really pleased to see him taking on in the preseason done really well signed permanently i've got no issues with this one apart from the fact it's taken up an international slot yeah get that lad his green card yeah, I mean, I, you know, I I always like the idea of DC getting someone, you know, for international spot for that center mid position. It's killing me. Um, but, you know, he's, he's a good player. I mean, you know, YouTube highlights are YouTube highlights, but I like what I see. It's true. Uh, Jesse has just come in and said that first year with Junior and Russell was dynamite. Mm. And to be fair, Junior is a good player. Yeah. Yeah. But in the system that we're playing, you can't have, he's very similar to Russell. And our system just doesn't allow for it. So I think with Moses coming in and the actual responsibility he's going to get this year, I think Moses is going to be that more attack minded player and He's got a great pass on him, and I think it will be a good combination with Moses and Russell in that middle. Yeah, and hopefully uh, Jafal will come in and mop up when needed, like uh, Drew did last year. I know there was a lot of hate on Drew in our group. <laughs> good old Scundy, but you know he did a job, and there wasn't really much wrong with him. He was there. And he was more of a utility player. You could just, you could put him up front. You could put, probably put him in goal. Would have done better than Kempen. But, you know. We're going to find out that Kempen is the main DC9 player that listens to this podcast. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, oh, no. Please don't tweet Kempen. <laughs> Not right now. Anyway, uh, other things that have gone on. Um, we've hired a new head of goalkeeping and uh, Diego Restrepo. Um didn't even realise that was happening. So it's good to see that. I think didn't wasn't Zach Thornton left, didn't he, recently, if I remember rightly, which yes. is why we brought him in. Um, there was a couple of things I want to leave till last, that which were higher up on our news list. But uh, other things that came out today, which was uh, the fact that we've announced a broadcast agreement uh, with iHeart Media. Uh, so 
the games are going to be broadcast on 104.7 Wonk FM. I'll give my best radio impression right there. Um, both the Spanish and the English uh, commentaries are being broadcast at the same time as the normal broadcast. So you're going to get Dave and Devon over um, in the English side and uh, Moises Linares for the Spanish commentary. So that's pretty good. More ways to consume uh, DC United. And especially if the commentary goes uh, when the new media deal goes through, we've still got ways to listen to Dave and Devon and Moises. So that's uh, that's good. But the two things that I want to want to go through on here, the new kit came out. What do we think? Have we bought one? Because I know I have, and it's still saying April thirteenth for delivery. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I am not happy about that, and I can't cancel it because I've customized it as well, so I can't cancel the order. Oh. So it's not like I can just go cancel it, get some one of you guys or whatever to get it and then ship it across. No, I would have just gone into the club store, bought it, and just sent it to you in the post. I was just like, I need it, I need it, I need it. I didn't think about it. I would have thought it shows us processing. You think you might be able to cancel it if it's still processing? Yeah, right. No, you should you should reach out because I feel like yeah they're, they're sending those things out you know, yeah not yeah so. i'll check i'll check in the morning yeah. well, u.s morning not my morning because it'll still be really early um yeah i'll check it out if i can then i'll i'll we'll organize something offline or online because you know yeah um but yeah what do we think of the kit is it what we better worse than we we're expecting or on par i really like it <laughs> You really like it? Yeah, I really didn't like it to begin with, and it's grown on me. And yeah. then I started looking at pictures of people who had like bought it, and I was like, "Ooh, like the red trim is actually really nice." And you know, the sponsor could be a bit better, but you know, I'll, I'll take I'll take what we can get. But I actually really like it. I'm probably gonna end up getting one. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel? You know, I, um, I, to me, it's been, it's a, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit plain and, and I don't know for, for some people, you know, they, they like the clean, simple kits, uh, mm-hmm. and it for sure is better than a lot of kits that have been experimented with in the league. Uh, you know, like those glitch kits that were out a couple years ago, especially that, uh, New York Red Bulls kit. Um, but you know, there, there's worse they could do with it. And, um, you know, there is kind of a story behind it and I, you know, I, I, I support that, uh, you know, but I, you know, one of the kits that I like the most is, uh, what was it that 2011 or 2012 kit? They had kind of the, uh, the red that sort of went up into the shoulder, um, or right, you know, kind of like right there. Uh, mm. Those were those were pretty cool. Uh, you know, just the one with the proper collar. Not the proper collar. It was it was ring neck, but uh, it just you know it, it had just a little bit of you know character to it. Um, you know, but like kind of the straight line. You know, just trim. Eh, you know, I like I like a little bit uh, more with the kids, like the the uh, Portland um, kid that was revealed is gorgeous 
and I I'm I'm jealous and almost would want to buy that as kind of like uh, almost kind of like as a fashion piece, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> because there there are certain kits that are made in in are are gorgeous as sort of you know uh, kind of that sort of street fashion type of sense. Um, and, and not saying that DC needs to go that route, but yeah, I don't know. It, 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 you know, I've seen worse. Uh, yeah. The the Manchester United um, picnic print that they had back in uh, 2013 uh, strikes me as a particularly awful kit that, that uh, came zero. out. And so if anyone stays above <laughs> that level, that to me um, is is good. Uh, the, the worst kit I've seen was the Man United Grey. Ah. That gray away shirt, jeez. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that was like the warm up kit. <laughs> I remember, I remember they were playing Southampton, and the game wasn't going their way. So, so Is it I, ever? <laughs> well, I think they were saying that because the gray, they couldn't. The players were having issues with their eyesight, so Sir Alex got them to change into the traditional white yeah. and blue away kit. And then the went and won. Yeah, I think that's how it finished. But I think yeah. my I think my least favorite is um, the zebra from last oh. season. Oh, oh, that was pretty bad. Okay, hold on. Oh no, you haven't got one. <laughs> I think he has, hasn't he? Whilst whilst we're waiting for him to go there, I'm going to say if you're not happy with the, the uh, DC United shirt, get yourself a cherry blossom. I'm going to throw that and look at what Daniel's wearing. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Now, this, I mean, this is a gorgeous piece right here. Yeah, and and it's beautiful. I, it is, yeah. Wh- you know, when you t- you know, sort of like with the trim, and especially like I want to say, it's it's sort of like the white stitching that's around it. Um, yeah. is just a nice, tasteful bit of contrast, and and I like that. So, yeah, no, this this yeah. this is beautiful. I love it. What is uh, beautiful is the the zebra chevron. It's so bad. I had to get it because I was like, this is so ugly. <laughs> I, that's... And look, and then it doesn't continue. This is when Carvani was a seven. <laughs> For, you know, like wow. six months. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a horrendous but, uh, My My personal favorite is the Chinese New Year. Okay. Huh? Wow. Yeah. And it's just... It, it just has dragons all over it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair. You would never wear it in a game, but yeah, no. that's, a, that's a fun one. Yeah. I think my favorite one, I, and it's not even a proper shirt, it's the um, the Pride's um, training jersey that we did a, couple, a few years ago. Yeah, that was cool. That was, that was a very, very cool. I need to wear that for one of the podcasts at some point because that was just absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I didn't actually make that. Oh no! <laughs> I need to stop asking my friends to support me. <laughs> nah, my more, so the- my personal favorite kit back in the day, and I, I so it was, um, gosh, it was I got it around like when did I go to London? I think it was maybe oh seven or something. They had this uh, kit that was dedicated uh, to Herbert Chapman. Okay. The old, the old uh, uh, boss there, and um, it was it was gorgeous because it had the uh, maroon um, kind of around the neckline and just like a gold touch around it. Uh, But on, 
it was a white it was white and then on kind of like across it uh was sort of like uh, uh handwriting it was it was something it's like it was it was dedicated to the coach and it was sort of had this like faded like cursive handwriting on it and it was just like beautiful beautiful piece and um i ruined it because i messed something up when i was washing clothes and so the maroon around the neckline and then at the sleeves bled in oh, no. to the shirt and i was like no and i got it in london at the emirates and i was like this this is killing me right now and it was it was such a good little keepsake and oh i'm so mad that happened that's that's one i would have kept forever but yeah that yeah that was a good one i hate that with kits where like sometimes if you put them in the wash um the the last name or the numbers can peel off that's yeah. my big thing and of course the jersey that that happened to me with was ibrahimovic so and ibrahimovic is quite a last name so i had all these little like little letters getting peeled off in the back oh, it was so annoying no. so yeah it's it's like it's useless now but that's brutal that is brutal. Um, right. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to. I was going to say review of the last match and uh, preseason as a whole, really, because you know we know that it's uh, in the final countdown to the beginning of the season. Um, I wrote some a few little notes on there because I was watching the game. Because <laughs> thank you to VPN Express VPN able to watch the game live for the first time in preseason. It was great to see. Um, Birnbaum getting on the score sheets. Uh, Chicharito scoring, uh, well, equalising. Good goal from him. Shame about the defence. It was not particularly great. Estrada looking great, putting himself about, very physical. Uh, Griffin Yao was getting all over the pitch bit like a headless chicken at times didn't really know where he was actually playing on the pitch but he was putting the effort in um and then estrada got that header uh, from a grassel free kick if i remember rightly and then there was that uh, second goal for galaxy which was just um screamed of last season with the defensive yeah. and the counter attack off the corner so we need to uh, shore that up quite quickly. Otherwise, we will get exploited to hell with that, especially when it's late in the game and our legs are starting to go a little bit. And Bill's just getting angry when he tries to take out one of their defenders. Yeah, yeah. I, I can watch the game live. I was actually at a, I was at DC Improv uh, seeing a comedian that me and my buddies really liked. Uh, called Aerie Spears and mm-hmm. but I was like I was like checking my phone in the group chat like and they're very they're very strict on using your phone like they don't want you to use your phone at all in there so I I felt like I have to you know be as quiet as possible make sure no one can see what I'm doing yeah. um, but you know I saw highlights of it and you know it's a preseason it's a yeah. warm up you know I, I like to I looked at a little bit of what I saw. You know, it's difficult to just check highlights rather than to watch it through and through. Yeah. Um, but you know, I yeah, defense needs to shore up midfield. I just you know, I wish the best of health uh, for this whole season because it could get messy really quick. Yes. Um, yeah. 
So, you know, here's hoping. Yeah. And then preseason as a whole hasn't been horrendous. We've not got a million and one injuries through it. Mm-hmm. which is always good yes we've had quite a bit of a change in in terms of the personnel that are at the club but on a whole there's there's definitely cause for optimism that's why I want to say is that it's looking good the philosophy is really well bedded in now you can see that in the way they're playing and the way they're attacking and the confidence that's actually being brought out in all the players mm-hmm. for me if I had to rate the preseason, probably go with a seven out of ten. Yeah, there's always room for improvement, and I think the squad, because it's not finalised yet, we haven't got all the players that we need to get in. That's what knocks it down a couple of points. But you know, we didn't lose a game, did we? Um, I just had that pulled up. Let me let me double check that. I don't think we did. I think we drew um, a couple. I want to say no. So now Kempton kept a clean sheet against Alex's main team. I might give it an eight just for that, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Kempton kept a clean sheet. Oh man, I'm sorry, Kempton. We give you we give you the harshest of times. (laughs) Yes. So looks like uh, you know uh, you know looking at it, it is uh, two wins and two draws. Yeah. Rithik's so, just uh, come in and said that, he doesn't yeah. there wasn't any any defeats, so yeah. I want to say those then. those wins came against uh teams that um you know I, I would say are definitely beatable uh between Miami and LAFC. And then we were competitive with you know pretty competitive teams uh with uh Red oh, Bulls yeah. and Galaxy. So you know, um I would yeah. yeah, I like I would almost I would almost kind of bump that up a number. I would almost say eight. Like oh, that is okay. Yeah, uh, the fact wrong. that they were able to kind of pull that through uh, shows that this team's going to be competitive this year. Yeah. 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 What was the uh, what was the prediction for us? Was tenth. Tenth. Yep. That's, yeah. yeah. If you look at the MLS I analysts, hope, I hope I hope Lasada has that on the wall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, you know he does. He's yeah, like, this sure. is what I said. They said tenth. <laughs> Well, someone said twelve. Yeah, no. I, I was just like, what? The honestly, clearly, I, I don't know what clearly. they were smoking and drinking. Uh, yeah. That was <laughs> that was Andrew Weeby. So, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Weeby, Weeby, Weeby. Confirmed hater. That's that's. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like Jimmy character on Man United. Like, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like Gary cool. Neville on Man United at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, having, yeah. he's having a good time with it yeah yeah that's I honestly I g- genuinely just don't listen to those guys because they just they give all the hate to to us then don't respect us in any way shape or form and then when it was called out to them last year we had five minutes of it and then that was it yeah, yes yeah. we didn't make the playoffs but you look at what the cars that Lasada was dealt with last year brand new team 16 players out injured at one point mm-hmm. yeah that's fun trying to bed in a brand new philosophy when you're in a club that's been with the same head coach for 10 years it's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen in just the space of the season where it's what last six months that's not going to happen yeah. so yeah I think Lasada deserved a heck of a lot more respect 
and I'm amazingly still not getting it. Really, it just it amazes me that it doesn't, but then it doesn't surprise me because they just seem to be up the rear ends of all the Western Conference teams. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of hot air they're on. Um, yeah, you know. But hey, this is this is the season where Losada has had the had the time to really you know bring in what he wanted. Um, yeah. You know, with coaches, you can't really just get a one transfer window. You really gotta let them have you know first year to assess what's wrong and what's right and to go from there so this you know i'm i'm feeling optimistic but you know i'm not saying we're gonna go undefeated all season but you know what <laughs> why not <laughs> why when not? we're in pre-season undefeated why can't we do a full season that's true just keep it going yeah hey, if they can if they can give me march undefeated i'll be i'll be very happy yeah yeah definitely um should we preview the charlotte game absolutely well that's what we're all here for is the first game of the season it's so nice to be able to start previewing matches again so a few little snippets that i've taken from our website um in terms of what's coming up on tomorrow's game so it's the fifth time we've been facing an expansion side as their first opponents which is quite cool um, and our record is indifferent. We've won two and lost two, so it's very even across that. Um, we're unbeaten at home in the last 11 matches against expansion sites. So that's a good record, to say the least. Um, overall, expansion teams, and that's not just against DC United, but they've got an opening day record of one once, drawn twice, and lost eight since 2011. Good. <laughs> Yeah. So we should the omens at the moment are saying we should be fine. Um DC have won a league high of eleven penalties last year. Um Olukavara converted nine, which is actually equaled Jaime Moreno's record in two thousand and five. Yeah, that was cool. That's, a, that's always a good little stat. Um Goff has obviously done his little bit of preview and um Kamara's been training all week after missing the California uh, camp for health protocols. I'm guessing he had COVID then. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. Roberta um, is uh, currently out for this game uh, with a hamstring injury, um, but he's sounds like he's running, so not too far away. Uh, I mean, the next point was is nullified now. Uh, Jafala signs. Um, and then there's a projected Charlotte 11, which I've got on there, but we'll talk a bit more about that in a short time. Um, so, opening day of the season. Uh, first time DC's has played an expansion team on opening day. It isn't Rithic. Um, it is the fifth time we've played an expansion side. So, it should be... Um, an interesting one. I'm trying to remember the last time we played an expansion side at home, though. Yeah, Ooh. that's that's for another. <laughs> that's for a when? DC pub trivia. Usually, uh, usually they send it to some baseball field, you know, that the team is <laughs> currently playing at, and it's like, all right, well, here we go. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look, see if I can find it. Go back onto that page where I found those little snippets from. Uh, Here we go. Uh, 
Oh, right, okay. So the last time uh, was at Chivas, USA. Okay, wow. In 2005. I know, I had San Jose. Uh, San Jose. I know, we played the first ever game against San Jose. Mm-hmm. Uh, then played against Columbus. Columbus's actually, first game. They actually showed that uh, first game on MLS's uh, YouTube. They're they're doing a full game. Oh, they're doing that again, aren't they? The first ever. That was that's pretty wild. Uh, oh. Kind of going back in those days and, and seeing Look, those matches. And looking at those kits as well. And the hair, the hair. Oh. I was, oh, oh, oh. beautiful. Um, but they showed the. Orlando game where for Rooney's tackle. Yeah. So I'll just add that on repeat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a tackle. Um, but yeah, so it's been a while since we've done an opening day against an expansion side, but we have done it before. Um, so take what you want from that because it's, we can't That's really a look follow into it too tweet much. If there ever was one. Yeah. Uh, and Rithik has also come out and just been saying we've got a good start to the season in terms of fixtures. We can definitely have nine points in the first three games. So I want. Absolutely. Yep. It is certainly doable. I mean, the only tricky one for me in that is the Chicago game. Yes. Because you look at what they've done in terms of the transfers and the trades that they've done. They've been on fire. You see what I did there? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not applauding that. <laughs> oh. That, yeah, no, that is a team that, uh, you know, going off last year's performance, you you can't even um, compare it. Uh, they have made the right moves. They've got some players on the roster that are just, uh, you know. Uh, like I said um, in that first episode, that pickup of of Zilko um, is is huge for them. So, uh, yeah, no, that's going to be a team to watch this year for sure. Yeah, just a couple yeah. of comments coming in, just basically agreeing with what was said. Uh, Joel just saying Chicago is a big question mark. They've done a lot of business, and it could be a very different team from prior years. Yeah, and really just again agreeing just saying Chicago have improved massively. And that's the beauty of MLS. Mm-hmm. One off season, yeah. one transfer window can make or break a season. So, yeah. Hey, so what are you that. thinking about DC, though? I mean, what? Well, yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's what's, you know, we've had so many changes. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. Didn't, uh, didn't Chicago get Shakiri as well? Yep. Yep. Interesting. I mean, he's not done very well this year in the traditional football season but you know that, that, that's, that's for a couple of weeks time we, we can talk about that yeah. after see what they've done in the first couple of games but yeah Charlotte it's a it's a weird one because it is an unknown entity that we're coming up against they've made some made some okay moves they're not anywhere near where they should be um their head coach came out and said they're screwed which is <laughs> like exactly what you want to hear <laughs> but is it though what because if they beat us after they said they're screwed a we're gonna look really embarrassing yeah and b that's just gonna give them motivation to have a good good year yeah. also they have they have a random a random player that i actually used to love christian fuchs yes yeah from, from leicester the, from the leicester side <laughs> but the, the, yeah hang on he's a left back yeah 
And on the preview that I've got, projected Charles Levin, he's playing at right back. Yeah. I'm, I'm, An inverted he's, winger. He's, he's captain. <clears throat> yeah. Strange. Be their captain. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> but, you know, uh, bear in mind, you know, a couple former DC United players, yes, uh, yes. Jordi Reyna and Joseph Mora. Yeah. Uh, those, well, you know, and and with Jordi, uh, you know, he's he's a quick guy. He's inconsistent. And that was kind of like a main uh, kind of stick about I had about him last season was he made excellent runs and, and he you know, has the ability, but um, the the headspace was always a question mark. And um, at, at times, you know, w- where he would look good one second, as soon as the ball got to him, sometimes uh, it, it would almost kind of be like a, you know, short circuit. Like it's just, he would look so fluid, so good. And then it just Spring would drop. Was um, he the Ola Kamara we were expecting? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they both, uh, you know, aside from Ola's huge string of, uh, you know, goals, uh, they were both at times. It it was very frustrating watching them because you saw the flashes of ability in talent and it would fall apart. So that was um, just just one of the big, you know, between the back line and then the attacking, uh, those were just huge, huge uh, points for me. Yeah. I mean, we could particularly go through what their projected 11 is going to be. So you got Kalina in goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently at the right back, you've got Christian Fuchs. you got Guzman Carujo? Carujo? Uh, Jed and Lindsay, I can pronounce that one all right. Uh, Joseph Moore at left back. Uh, they've gone for a 4 4 2, my favourite formation. Uh, Jordi Alcivar, Alcivar on the right. Alan Franco and Sergio Ruiz in the middle with Chris Hackett on the left. Then Jordi Rayla and Mackenzie Gaines up top. There's not really, apart from Fuchs. There's not really any big names there, is there? No. Yeah, for a second I thought Sergio Ruiz might be one, but then I realized that uh, Sergio Ruiz is a goalie I'm thinking of in my head. Yes. I was like, that's probably not him. I was like, he's probably not playing cinnamon for Charlotte. Oh, you never know. Yeah, you never know. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a bit bizarre, but yes. Um, So going on the uh, unknown entity, it's time for the first... 2022 score predictions. Now, are we are we putting up stakes this year? Are we doing anything in terms yeah. of yeah stakes? You know, stakes, stakes that you're not going to follow through again. Yeah, absolutely. After I win, I thought I thought that was nullified after Millsbury beat Man United. <laughs> I don't even remember that day. <laughs> I don't have any recollection. I think I think we actually said we didn't want to play in the FA Cup this year. We were like, you know what? We're not even interested. We'd... What's the point? <laughs> uh, but I'm totally down for, um, you know, uh, some steaks, whether they be whether they be actual food steaks, from hawks, steaks, Aberdeen Angus, of the, of the Scottish variety, of the Scottish variety. 
So come on, Tom. You're, you're, you're talking, so you're going first. 3 now. 3 now. 3 now. Joe? Daniel? 5 now. Oh. Bloody hell. The... <laughs> Look. All right, well. With, with um, just how much speed uh, DC is lining up on that right side, it is going to be a massive handful uh, for, for Mora for that entire back line. Um, I want to say that, you know, uh, between Nahara, Gressel and Perez, that's going to be a nightmare. Uh, not only that, but you've got Shredietti taken up on the left there uh, yeah. with, with uh, Smith as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very interested to see uh, just sort of how Birnbaum and Pines kind of partner up, you know, when the attack starts to press, um, you know, the, the communication is going to be key there. And, you know, as I said, in, in kind of a reply to a question, um, I'm, I'm going to be seeing just, you know, keeping an eye on just how much, you know, uh, some, some wayward forward or forwards find a, uh, seem to make a run and, uh, get behind that line, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, uh, between Burnbaum and Pines, I, I think they've got enough. Uh, you know, I think definitely Pines has the speed, um, but Burnbaum has the wherewithal to play smart, play uh, you know, great defensive football. Um, you know, I and I think you know with with Canus, I think Nyman, like you guys said, uh, he's going to be pressing up further, and Canals will be sort of playing that holding midfielder and then Smith and Gressel will just, you know, be flanking like crazy up that left and right side. So yeah, yeah you know, I, I want to say like, this is going to be a, a fun game to watch and, and maybe five, <laughs> five is a tall order. Uh, but you know, as someone last year who looked at that season going into it as an absolute nightmare scenario, um, I think this team has come such a long way. I think I want to say this is going to be a breakout year to, for Flores. I think this has to be a breakout year for him. Um, he mm, needs yeah. in in by all accounts, you know, sort of what we're seeing, you know, uh, I, I think he's physically ready to handle this now. Um, and, and I'm just really excited to see what happens. So five nil, that's my answer. I like that. Cool. Before I get, go on to mine, I know what mine is because I've already said it in the uh, Discord group. Um, but Rithik has come out and said 2 1 to DC. Uh, Flores and Estrada goal scorers. I mean, I'd love to see them both score. Um, and we've just had another one come through as well. Um, Akash is saying 3 uh, 1. Again, I'll, I would take that. Um, and Joel is just piping up with, uh, I think Flores is going to give us more of what we've seen. It's a shame, but I don't think he has it in him. Um, Fair, I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you got, you got based on what you, what you know, and that's yeah, all you yeah. can do. You can only make predictions on based on what knowledge you've got. But from what I've seen so far since the season ended last year and what to now, he's played well internationally. Yeah, Peru's been yep. great. He's played well for us in the preseason from the clips that I've seen and obviously the game against Galaxy. He played he showed flashes of brilliance there. I think <laughs> I don't want to say he's gonna be 
uh, MVP. I don't think he's, he's not going to be that level, but I think he's going to be one of our top players for this season. So on that, um, and just before, oh, I was about to give it there, but uh, a Mullagrau, 2-1 Flores and Perez. Okay. So that, I'm going to go 4-0. All right, 4-0. I, th- I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yes, I at- love it. Remember last season when we were going like, ah, uh, one to one, one to yeah. one. Um, two one, maybe. Maybe two one, yeah. But now it's like, five now. No, yeah, I was calling losses last season. Yeah. I was not yeah. afraid to throw those out there. So, which ultimately yeah. worked out for me. I've yet to reap the, the fruit of that, but it worked out. <laughs> yeah. You look at Joel, Joel's little uh, prediction here. Oh. Three nil Yao hat trick. If Yao gets a hat trick, I'll buy him a jersey. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I would be here. I've, I will do a handstand if Yao gets a hat trick. Why not? I, I will. I mean, I will fail. I will record it. I've been trying to do a handstand right behind me. Just I can't even point when I'm looking on the camera back there. You'll see that happen. He's putting on five dollars. <laughs> oh wow is that five dollars in xdc coin or is that five dollars <laughs> so that's a very good point <laughs> if you get oh my gosh oh, this is what i this is what i'm loving the chat is now kicking off here yeah the chat is the chat is going very well right now if you gets a hat trick i will get a yao jersey i already have one i'll get another fair that'd be a cool jersey yeah, yeah absolutely Oh, I can't wait to get mine. It's got DCUK on the back of it. Um, I will come on to that next question um, when we get to the fan questions, actually. Um, that's just piped in. But yeah, 4-0 for me, a 3-0 for Tom, and a 5-0 for Daniel. Look at that. I never thought I would be the conservative one for this. No. Um, just that's quickly. <laughs> quickly before we move on to uh, Daniel's uh, MLS 101. Any quick fire season predictions, playoffs or not? That's what I'm just going to go with. Tom's a yes. Daniel? Yeah, but squeaked in. Squeaked in. Okay. Yeah, I'm with yeah. Tom. Squeaking. I, I'm, I'm going to say top three. Ooh. Ooh. We're gonna get a home tie. I would love that. Oh the the last the last home tie I went to yeah. was pretty awful. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty depressing, yeah. but yes. yeah. Uh, hey, I'm all for extra footy. Yeah, and that some comments coming in just saying, yeah, playoffs definitely thumbs up on that. Uh cool. Right. Daniel. <laughs> Time to play your intro. You ready for this? MLS 101 time with Professor Wide. (laughs) I think that's good. I love it. Right, let's just move Daniel up to the top there. Take it away. You've got five minutes. Five minutes. Now, when I uh, kind of uh, put out the link uh, for this show just before we came on, um, I said I was attempting to break down uh, the entire MLS roster rules and regulations um, into a five-minute breakdown. And uh, just to let you know, the page itself is so dense and inscrutable. um, I, 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 I... 
I am going to miss things. I'm going to mischaracterize things and I am going to be maybe a little iffy on, on some of these facts here, but I am kind of breaking down a lot of these player categories and how rosters work in MLS. So just to start at top level, uh, every team must have a minimum of 18 players on their senior roster. Uh, for this, they basically uh, have it affecting the um, the salary cap. So one through 18 plus an optional 19 and 20 must be under their salary cap. The uh, ex- they expand out of that into 10 more roster spots, and these are this is the supplemental or reserve roster. So these are the players who are um, they typically are at like the league minimum. They're typically homegrown players, uh, but they uh, must have players. Uh, or at the first four players must be at a minimum salary of eighty four thousand. The next four players must be reserve uh, at the reserve minimum of sixty five point uh, five thousand, and then uh, the last two spots are uh, also at uh, the minimum, but they are subject of the homegrown player subsidy. Now. We go on to player categories. You have domestic players and international players. Now, the thing is about MLS is that it's technically in an international league. So you've got Canada and the U.S. having teams competing in there. So in terms of domestic players, they're kind of the same, but also not. With Canada or with the U.S., they have to be a U.S. citizen. They have to have a green card uh, or they have to have a special status as a refugee Um with Canada, it's interesting because there's no green card status, but a player can be a domestic U.S. or Canadian player or else have special status as a refugee or seeking asylum. Now, going on, you have homegrown players, and these are players that are contracted uh, without being, uh, I guess, subjected to the super draft. And MLS players or MLS teams can, you know, pretty much sign as many as they want. And these are kind of determined uh, as players who grew up within the system, uh, within the academy, and can be used within the uh, senior roster supplemental roster or within their roster of uh, affiliated teams in the case of dc united it would be loud and united so going from there you've got international players and then in 2022 there are 20 224 spots that are split up even evenly between all the teams uh so this comes out to about uh eight spots per club for the 28 clubs but uh these roster spots can be traded among the teams. And so some teams may have less than eight. Some teams may have more, Uh, but international players are basically anyone outside of that green card, U S citizen, Canadian citizen, or, you know, the special uh, categories Um, for now. There's a split off of that of international homegrown players who are, they aren't U S citizens, but, they came into the club at under 15 years old uh, and have been with the uh, the academy 
uh, roster for, I think, more than a year. Uh, so once they reach that spot where they can be signed to the team, they count as a domestic player. Uh, so going on from there, you have designated players. And these are players, uh, they can either be, you know, uh, U.S., whatever. They don't necessarily have to be just international players, but they are players whose salaries go well above the uh, senior cap, uh, which is about, what is it, it's $662,000, something like that. And anyways, uh, these teams can use their allocated money to buy down these uh, 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 slots or these, these salaries, and um, they get a certain amount of, of what's the number I am looking for of designated players? Um, three. You three. Know, three. Yes, yeah. and they do not exceed the maximum salary charge. Uh, there is also a U22 initiative of uh, young designated players, and these – uh, can be bought down to one hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand dollars, depending on the age of the player. Uh, and those uh, are young DPS. And then, lastly, uh, there's a joke that goes on every time this happens, where an MLS club claims they discover a player. And oftentimes, this is when a uh, MLS club claims discovery on like a well-known international player. So, you know, in effect, it's like. DC said, you know, we have discovered Wayne Rooney when they were going after him. And what this means is that at the start of the season, essentially all teams kind of create their wish list of uh, players that they are seeking. And these cannot be uh, domestic players. They cannot have played in MLS. They can't be underage uh, academy players. They can't be U-17 uh, national team players. Essentially, anyone who has not touched the U.S. or has not touched an MLS team or is not a free agent applies to this discovery list. And from there, essentially, this is to kind of mitigate like bidding wars uh, for for players uh, around the world. So uh, you can't just have L.A. Galaxy and New York Red Bulls fighting over one player. This essentially says if L.A., you know, finds this player first uh they can have right of uh, first refusal so if any other teams go at them they can say no essentially and so it, that is how that works i have broken down uh player types uh in roster spots and discovery in a very rushed and in no way comprehensible <laughs> or comprehensive <laughs> or comprehensible uh form and that is roster spots 101 well done Wow. Wow. Fair play, Daniel. Fair play. I'm, that was great. I'm absolutely Ooh. dying right now. I mean, <laughs> you nearly got it in that five minutes. I think I'm, I was really? it was like six and a half minutes. Oh, God. Wow. Fair play. What a high level overview of yeah, that was, the that salaries. Was, I was just like, I'm just going to mute myself and just watch. <laughs> it was you great. just went, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Yeah, so, well yeah. so out there in the chat, if there's anything that you want to know about MLS, so the first one was Gam and Sam. We've now had salaries. So if there's anything you want to know, let us know in the chat. Let us know in the comments. 
drop us a DM or hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. Um, we'll cover it. Professor Wise will cover it next week in a five minute slot with For that sure. lovely theme tune. <laughs> Oh, we're now we're getting to what's the end of the show. We've got a couple of things left to cover. Um, which first up is the fan questions are my favourite bit, and I'm just going to cover off the first one that's came up in the in the chat here, which was from A Muller Grau, and they've asked, "How do we feel about XDC?" Honestly, not 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 lying. We're not lying here. Truthfully and honestly. Um. I mean, let's put it this way. I'm no expert on cryptocurrency or the markets or anything like that. I do know that they use up a lot of energy. Um, and there was something, I think it was in the TCUK chat, um, which is just a nice little uh, slot just to uh, promote the DCUK uh, supporters group. Uh, just head over to dcnightkingdom.com forward slash membership. Come and join us. The chat is awesome, and what a time to come and join us right before the season starts. And there's free membership and there's paid membership, and you can buy yourself an exclusive members t shirt, which I think, Tom, you've got. Yeah, I need another one actually. I need a, I need an update. So I might have to buy another membership. <laughs> no, it's on you're on automatic renewal. It's fine. It'll, uh, oh, when, it come, when, it, when it comes through, that's okay. when your t shirt will come through. Brilliant. Yeah, so, I definitely I definitely need another one because I think I ordered like a medium and I'm not a medium anymore. <laughs> Just let me know. I'll, I'll, when it comes through, I'll ask you what size you need now. All right, brilliant. Um, but yes, so come and do that. Um, but yeah, honestly, that's other things. So XDC, the only other thing that I know about them is they are aiming to be negative, carbon negative net-wise, which... It's pretty good, I have to say. When you think about cryptocurrency, you think they use use more energy than the likes of Argentina as a whole. Yeah, okay. it's that side of things is great. But then I don't know much about the sponsorship deal. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I just know there's been a lot of hostility behind it. Um, there's a few people who've been a little bit, little bit peeved off by it. So. This is a more of an open discussion, really. So, um, whoever, whichever one of you guys wants to take up next, your thoughts on it? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, I'm not super pumped about it, um, but you know, I also support support a team that used to have the Chevrolet logo. Um, you know, I'm I'm used to not really liking what's on the shirt and kind of just dealing with it. Um, it's more about you know the patch and you know DC United. So yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how many years we've got. Uh, you know, we've three? got. These I want to say yeah, it was three or two. I couldn't remember. Um, Six million bucks, I think, is the what the deal's worth, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so you know, I'll I'll take it. You know, otherwise I'm I'm indifferent. Yeah, yeah. Daniel. You know, um, oh God, uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine who who basically kind of gave the lay of the land of what's happening at Buzzard Point right now, and it seems to be kind of this wasteland of of sports books and 
yeah, cryptocurrency. It, it's 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 turning into this uh, place where um, there's a lot of money to be made. I, you know, a a shirt sponsor is a shirt sponsor. Um, it is what it is. Uh, but they are two concepts to me, you know, uh, that I just I can't stand being in sports is and I know kind of in, in the UK, like, you know, having uh, sports books uh, sponsoring shirts is is very commonplace over there <laughs> yep. um and, and it's not so much over here you know you've got FanDuel and whatnot uh really starting to get into the that sponsorship game now that these are becoming fairly legal now in many spa- states uh on the terms of cryptocurrency um it's just look I'm the type of person who uh, is is into regulation. I, you know, not, not in, in sort of the sense that I think uh, having protections in place are important, and seeing just a lot of the stuff happening in the space, and it seems so arbitrary too, where people get their Bitcoin stolen, and then you know they're like, oh, don't worry, we're going to reimburse you. What does that mean? You know, or or they they get their wallets refilled, and it's like, then what is the value of these coins? Where are these coming from? And and look, it's a technical thing that is above, uh, you know, sort of my comprehension. And I'm sure there is someone who could very thoroughly explain it to me. But at the same time, it just still comes off as such an arbitrary thing, um, and and it really is kind of like a beanie babies of the. 2020s right now mm. um yeah. it, there th- there's been articles that are making that comparison and this just seems like too much of a fad uh to be stable at this point um you know if, if you look down at honduras and the president of wanting to create bitcoin city over down there um it just does not seem to be working out for people outside of those who are at the very very top and again it's just the same system um just with a again more inscrutable bs built into it uh so that's just where i'm at you know on a on a personal uh or moral grounds i'm not into it but look if if the club gets money out of it i guess that's fine it's business is business it is what it is yeah cool um another question that's just popped through on the chat from joel which form of DCU play would you want most want to bring back? That's a big question. Wayne Nerdy. <laughs> of course you would say that, wouldn't you? But I is mean, it like them now? Because uh, not really. Well, it's a tricky one because there's many reasons why you would bring Rooney back. Brought, I mean, for me personally, it brought the exposure of DC United yeah. to a brand new level over here where as I mentioned on the podcast and when he was playing seeing a kid in a restaurant watching that goal from the halfway line and hearing Dave Johnson's voice yeah. it's just like yeah. what the heck Amazing. is going on so that would be great but would I bring him back I don't think I would I think I think if we're talking about active players, um, Hmm. I think the obvious choice is, uh, um, oh, my God, uh, Ariola. Yes. Okay. You know, if if you could just uh, have a genie rub a lamp and and bring him back, uh, you know, I I would love to have him um, 
back here. You know, especially for the fact that he moved to another MLS club. It's going to hurt kind of seeing him um, playing against us. Uh, so there's that. But, you know, if the s- smart, you know, sort of fantasy player in me is talking, uh, it would probably be Echeverry. Yeah. Uh, El Diablo, for sure. I'd love to see him uh, sort of transport in his prime to this team. But then um, the weird person in me is saying Bronco Boscovich. Oh, of course you would I will that. always <laughs> love him to death. Um, and that's, that's <laughs> what I stand. You love that guy far I love him so much. <laughs> it's an unhealthy love that. <laughs> I I just love set piece wizards and and he was he was one of them. Oh, I mean, if we're going to go down the strange route, Freddie you do. Okay. Oh, I want to see him I, w- I want to see him fulfill his potential. <laughs> he had an insane potential and he got too big for his boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing him when he was on DC and he subbed on in because people were like, Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. You know, oh. at RFK, which is like shaking. The, <laughs> the stands are bouncing. Yeah. Oh. And he subbed on and within 30 seconds, he got a yellow card because, <laughs> because the ball went out and the guy went to go pick it up and he just shoved him over. Nice. That That's like, great. That's what you want from a from a player. I was like, this is exactly what I needed to see. I was like, this is gonna be great. Yeah. But yeah. Oh. He's a nightclub owner now. Is he? Yeah. Well, I think I mean I've used to I follow place. him on Instagram. I've tried I've I messaged him a few times to try and get him on the podcast. Just and to, it's like no. Just get <laughs> and just get ghosted. It's just like no, yeah. I'm not even gonna I'm not He played on the same uh he played on the same USL team as Joe Cole. Uh, Las Vegas Lights, wasn't it? Um, no, the Tampa Bay. Oh, you played for those as well. Oh, yeah, you yep, played for yep. Tampa yeah. as well. Yeah, I played. I briefly played for Las Vegas I, Lights. I told my, I told my British friend who just moved here from Newcastle, and he was like, "What, Joe Cole?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Joe Cole, like who played for England, Joe Cole?" And I'm like, "Yes." He was playing in the USL for, and yeah. he played like 150 games with them. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I think didn't Freddie Freddie played the uh, same team as uh, Quincy? As yeah. Well? yeah. No, that's th- played uh, everywhere. Yeah, I mean to be fair, which country hasn't he played in? Yeah, I I, I remember at one point he was in the like Moldovan league or something. He was, he's played in Finland, Brazil, Turkey, Portugal, France. It's been everywhere. Been on trial in England. Yeah. She was on trial at Man United. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> he was. There's, there's, there's pictures. Is he really? Yeah. Great. Yeah, back in the. Oh, when hey, when Rooney was there, Cristiano. <laughs> I'm trying to. It was. The, the picture that I saw was. Uh, the, it was the black training top with AIG. Oh, that's a cool oh, front. Yeah. Uh. Back in so that was like 2008-ish. Yep. Yeah. 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 So it was back in the yeah back, back in those Ronaldo, days. Ronaldo, Tevez, and Freddie Adu. <laughs> it was a big name back then. Big name. Oh right. Anyway, let's move on to some of the questions that came through earlier. So first up, 
beyond the buzzards or Frank as we know him in the group any thoughts on the new broadcasting deal obviously we've spoke about it earlier in the news section um, but yeah any thoughts on it are we happy with it I mean I'm Very happy. happy with it I, yeah I love I love listening to um, broadcast games on radio I think it's fantastic I wish they did it wish we got it over here from England more um, you know I have to like set my VPN for to be in Europe so I can trick them um, but otherwise yeah you know it's it's great I'll get more people involved you know those who are driving the whole day and can't you know watch the game that's a good alternative so I'm happy with it yeah Daniel happy hey a deal's a deal and yeah. and whoever helps the club and I mean it's it's better than oh god who were who was that streaming platform we had oh flow sports yeah oh. you know iHeartRadio, it's it's the biggest, uh, you know, in in terms of streaming and radio, like they are so huge here in the states. Um, so just yeah, no, that's that's great exposure, uh, and and hopefully it's a good long term deal for the team. Yeah, Flow Sports, definitely. that's right. That, that's great. Ah. No, Flow Sports, that was just no. That's uh, something we just don't talk about anymore. Um, next one from Frank was. Uh, which song hypes you all up on match day? <laughs> there, there is one particular one uh, for me, and it's uh, it's, a, it's a band called Pigback, and it's a song called Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. Okay, yeah. And it's a song that Middlesbrough used to come out to, and I think they still do. Um, it's such a great tune. Just it. Oh, it just reminds me of the days that I, when I used to go to football regularly and just you just hear that that tune come on you see the players coming out you'd sing along to it and, and you still hear it now with mm-hmm. and a lot of teams we were the first ones to use it and then it's obviously grown and you hear it in in the cricket you hear it rugby you hear it in international in the England games it's just for me that's yeah. the one if I had to name just the one song that gets me hyped up on a match day it's that one yeah I would I would say for me right now uh, mine's a bit more recent um, I went to a like Latin bar club a couple of weeks ago and there was like you know salsa dancing and whatnot it was good it was a good time and uh, they played this song called Tamborte which has been stuck in my head since like it's been stuck in my head for like two weeks um but it's like a nine minute song and it's amazing it's got everybody in it um so yeah um give it give it a give it a look up it's incredibly catchy and incredibly good um so yeah i've been listening to that nonstop. and my friends were like you don't know this song and i was like no (laughs) straight over my head yeah uh, yeah message me what it is and i'll uh give it yeah, a, yeah, a, a yeah, yeah daniel for me um you know uh one of the most precious eras in my mind was kind of that late aughts british rock so yes. block party uh, arctic <gasps> monkeys and yes. the ting tings and all that stuff like was was so good and um you know that was the time when you know 
uh, very basic American talking here, but, you know, uh, studying in London for a couple of summers was um, really, really cool. And uh, I just I just really gravitated towards that. But in terms of a specific pump up song, I don't really listen to pump up songs for for match days. But like one that always just gets me is Helicopter by Block Party. Yes. Just how frantic that song is i love just music like that that just seems like it's gonna go off the rails at any moment but it's just so tight but so frantic and i love it um but outside of that you know have you ever listened to the fifa 12 soundtrack (laughs) i think i think i've got a playlist yes (laughs) that one is probably the best that has ever uh been made like every song they have on that uh is just banger after banger is that the one that has love me again on it Yes, and it has uh, <laughs> Club Foot by Kasabian and yes, like uh, that's a good playlist. Kaiser yeah. Chiefs as well are on there, yes. so like I'm just like, oh, <laughs> leave it there. We're, we're gonna have to pay royalties. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Can't afford that. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, to be fair, the other the other one that generally gets me is yeah, Block Party Helicopter, and that the FIFA that that was on, which I think was FIFA 2006. Okay. Back in those days, uh, <laughs> Hard Fire Cash Machine that was a great tune as well. Mm-hmm. Um, can't say I'm a big fan of Ting Tings though. <sighs> it, it, it uh, was it was it was a vibe I was just yeah. going with at the time. So, so that's the songs that gets us hyped. Um, I think we need to make a DC UK playlist. Oh, I'm so there. Yeah, yeah. I'll set one up, and I'll put we'll put a tweet out, and we'll see which which songs out there gets uh, anyone in DCUK hyped up so next question from Keenan who are you most excited to see play I think I'm most excited I, I mean I'm excited to see Flores come on yeah I think that's it I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised by him but then also I, I'm I'm keen to see Estrada and I, it, he looked good in the first game against the Galaxy in the the first time I saw him against Galaxy I think he's going to be a real solid player for us this season yeah. I'm excited for Brad Smith I am yeah, yeah no uh, he's just a pickup that um, I'm I'm just very high on because I think in a way he is I don't think he's he's a direct stand in for Ariola, but I think uh, he's going to bring a lot of speed um, especially complimenting uh, Gressel um, uh, between the left and right sides. So excited to see him. I want to see how he does in his first outings. And yeah, you know, like I, like you said, Flores is going to be huge as well. Yeah. I like uh, Joel's taxi. I want to, I think we need to start a hashtag of hail the taxi when he comes and plays for us. <laughs> All hail the taxi. Get a giant taxi TFO going. Yes, we need a taxi TFO. That'd be very good. Actually, but it's a, and taxi is the driver of the taxi. Yeah, I love it. That has to happen. It's it's the DC cab movie poster, but it's it's taxi in place of Mr. T. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, I'll get that mentioned and see what what can be done. Uh, Tom, who are you most excited to see play? (sighs) Gressel. It has yeah. for me. For me, it's just I think he's our best player. 
and yeah. I think he's getting better every time I watch him. So I'm let's keep it going. You know, that's all. That's all I really got to say. I'm excited to see new players, but you know, they can either be a hit or a miss. Uh, yeah. Whereas you know, Gressel is pretty much you know sta- he his play is standard for you know day in day out. He's so consistent. Um, yeah. You know, and I love I love watching him cross it, and I think he and Estrada are gonna hit it off, which they already have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to the next question. Will this be Moses' breakthrough season? Yes. Yes. That's a simple answer for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tentative to say yes, but I think it's going to be a growth season. Um, When I think of breakout, it's going to be a season that just goes way beyond expectations. Um, But I think in, in I, even last season, like I was high on him from the start and I think the kid is super talented and I think he's just got a great mindset uh, for the team and for the system. And I think he'll have a good, season breakout i don't know uh but is that because the expectation is quite high already yeah yeah because i in that sort of standard is is sort of when i think of breakout it's just it's the player who just really really stands out um kind of beyond what what uh he was asked to do so you know if if he comes out and he just absolutely lights it up that that would be breakout but i think it'll be a season where he'll he'll settle in he'll find his place because it, yeah last season there were just a couple times where he did kind of lose his place a little bit uh especially at the end of the season so i think this year i want to just see a little more consistency but i think he has all the tools at hand cool next question Again from Keenan, he's got he's got the last two here. So, can we do the double against the uh, New Jersey? He's put Red Bulls, but I'm going to say Pink Cows. Yeah, thumbs Absolutely. up from everyone. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to come out here and be like, no, no. <laughs> I, think, I think it's we're going to lose them both. I like in, uh, New Jersey this season. Yeah, it could be yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah no, the we're going to beat them. We're yes. going to beat them both times. I mean, they. I keep seeing on Twitter, there's things happening over there. It just don't seem to be going too well for them right now. No. So they've just lost their, as Kevin Thelwell, gone to, he's gone to Everton as a director of football. Or do you guys know them? General managers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the last question of the day, of the show, of the podcast, again from Keenan is, will we win MLS Cup? No. I want to. I want this team to. Um, yeah, it's it. It becomes just a different thing once you get to that point. Um, the the competition just it gets so stiff, and you know you go back to that infamous Toronto game um, in extra time. The way they just blew us out uh, at the end of that just it's just so shows good. that what it comes down to at the end of the season is your weapons at depth and that's just something that we're just going to have to watch develop as the season goes on yeah i agree with that we we just need to finish games finish games joel 
I love that. If we win Amalaskan one, we'll go. (laughs) I will be there next to you. I will be getting the exact same. There you go. My Lord. And that is is recorded as well. Oh, it's recorded. Oh, yes. I I do not think we're going to win the MLS Cup. I think this is not the year. But, hey, if I got to get a tree up stand for us to to do it, we'll both both be over there getting catted. How about the tramp stamp but with five stars above it as well hmm. <laughs> i'll think about it think about it okay <laughs> but uh, we've got we've got a minimum everyone knows live streams <laughs> what do you say yes yes this, everyone yeah. knows, this is this is true yeah everyone knows it um cool well that's it that's all the questions we've got um oh i haven't actually answered the question like yes we're gonna win it um it all depends on yeah it all depends on how we're doing in the second half of the season because everyone knows to win mls cup you've got to be at in form at the right time it's not a case of who's the best team throughout the season if you can get form in those last 10 games you, you're in with as good a shout as any other team in that league. Yeah, that's genuinely it. If you want to win support yeah. supporter shield, then you obviously got to be consistent, like uh, Revolution were last season. But they didn't win MLS Cup because they weren't in form at the end of the season. So, unfortunately, it was the other team who played in uh, New Jersey for whatever reason. They do. They can't even. Play, they can't even play in the na- neighboring state in the Concacaf Champions League for crying out loud. Yeah. I I still find it amazing that they won it before the pink cows though. Oh yeah, it's actually it's very very funny. Yeah, that's just brilliant. Yeah, there are guys who became fans of that team like five years ago, yes. <laughs> and they're like originals. Yeah. It's just it's just amazing. It's beautiful. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's wrap things up. Um, oh, we need to do guest DC who as well oh boy almost forgot that let's let's bring I, him back I, up on I screen gave, i gave good thought about it and i think okay so i, I remember that Sen, senora serono he was a defender okay right? um and then i remembered you know because of course when you said argentinian midfielder i was like acosta but <laughs> you're like he's born in the 70s so i was like okay so like early 2000s pre-Ben Olsen coach um, I can't remember his name but I remember his nickname um, he was little little Gomez uh, Gomito is that it? ah <laughs> nice Christian Gomez no what's nice his name? Paul. Christian Gomez I literally only remember him from his nickname yeah. And he was like, uh, he was like an attacking midfield. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Christian Gomez. Yeah. Nuva Chicago is where he started his career at. Um, really then moved to Independiente okay, and yeah, Argentinos yeah. Juniors, back to Nuva Chicago, back to Independiente, then to Arsenal de Sarandi, then to DC United. Then he moved to Colorado for a season. Then he came back to DC United, then moved to Miami FC, and then finished back at Nuva Chicago. Damn. Oh. There you go. Well done. I literally just thought about all the Argentinian guys that have ever been on DC. Yeah. And I, those were the those were the three. <laughs> 
And did you get that, Daniel? No, not even. I like I said, I've been blank the entire time. Yeah. There you go. And that. I didn't actually see this comment come in, but Joel, I don't know whether you got that in time just before Tom said it, but if you did, fair play, well done. Um, but yeah, that is it. Um, that is season four and episode three. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Tom. As always, Daniel, where can people find you? Find me at S Dakota Soccer, Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, and, and find me in the uh, supporter chat. Always got to shout them out. Join join DC United Kingdom. Join the supporter group chat. It's a great time. And especially yeah. with this first game, I'm just so excited to be with everyone. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we need to get you a new social media handle, though. I, Professor I, Wise. <laughs> oh, please do that. I'll look into it. Yes. Please do that. Pro- Professor D Wise, something like that. It's got to be. It's got to be done. Yeah. yeah. And Tom, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at Snitchbacall and two, which is on Twitter. Uh, to back up what's already been said, please come join us on the Twitter group. Uh, it's a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds, and it's just a wonderful experience um to chat with like-minded fans of this great footy club yeah it is unbelievable and for me if you've somehow not followed me on twitter uh dc night at dc night kingdom well done for finding the show if you didn't already um but there is facebook and instagram we don't have a, the chat or anything like that on there but the postings go out so if that's your preferred social media at dc night kingdom fc as mentioned already, there is that uh, support group, which is dcnightkingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, get it done now. Um, I might not get it done in time until tomorrow morning, my time. So don't worry if you're not in there straight away. Um, it's all done manually. It's not automatic yet. If you want to buy that jersey that uh, Daniel is uh, proudly wearing right there, just head to that link, bit.ly forward slash Cherry. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel and give this video a quick like because uh, every little bit helps. So that is it. Thank you both again for coming and joining me um, after missing out last week. You were sorely missed, but uh, let's end it. Let's uh, say until next time, Farmos United. Farmos United.